Um, uh. Welcome to Memorabilia. We'll be talking about the hot and not as hot memes. This is episode 14. You know what I mean? We are Ann and Chris. I'm Ann. Chris, here, present. Would I raise my hand if this was like a, this was a first grade class? Mm-hmm. I would have raised my hand. I would have probably been asleep, honestly. I would have had my hands curled up on my desk and with my head cradled in it. And then I would be like, present, Slap, slammed awake abruptly. Not- not uh not homer simpson style with the <laughs> with the print glasses <laughs> the eyes open glasses yeah. oh, well actually so his good. were um like not quite alert because he wanted them to be more realistic so weren't they sort of like <laughs> like sort of sleepy looking yeah. <laughs> struggling to stay awake yeah they were like what a, relaxed what a good show yeah back in the a, day it kind of fell off a little bit but I mean, hey, it's I think it's 30 years running now. Over 30, isn't it? Maybe. How old is The Simpsons, Internet? Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's 30-ish. It is. Uh, this is important. This is important, everyone. Uh, it started in 89. No, there's no way it started that late. Was it? Okay. It started in 89. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? On December 17th, 1989. 676 episodes. Damn. So it's 31. Oh, wow. Okay. 31. As of December 17th, 2020. So it's not 31 yet. So Is it the 30. longest? Oh, it's called the longest. Oh, it is. It holds it's the record the longest for the longest running run. to come. That's what it says, anyway, on Wikipedia. Oh, we all know Wikipedia is the source. Oh, Wikipedia, or what? No, I don't know if this is Wikipedia, but whatever I'm reading says. Oh no, I'm misreading. This long-running animated, running animated comedy. Okay, that's different. Yeah. So it's the longest-running hey. American sitcom. Thirty years, though. That's pretty good. Go, go Simpson. Go graining, man. What a guy. Yeah. yeah. Put that together for thirty years. I can't do. I could barely be alive for 30 years. I, I can barely get through my day or week. I, I, the committing to this podcast once a week is difficult. Yeah. For 60 to 90 minutes a clip. And Macarena's out there every day. Hustling. Making new Simpsons episodes for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Commitment, everyone. That's yep. what it looks like. This week, uh, how was this week for you? My week was not great. Like generally or in memes? Both. I'm both, honestly. It was kind of a weak week. Yeah, it was a week week. It's been a week. <laughs> ah, it's hard. It's harder Where's to say the- out loud. <laughs> which was the E-A-K? Which was the E-E-K? I don't know. Who uh, knows? Week week here. Actually, uh, it was a fine week for me. It was okay? Yeah. I traveled for work. I got back last night. That's fun. Yeah, it was easy. At least um, you got out. Got bit. out. Coronavirus be damned. Coronavirus. Oh, my. All right. We got to talk about. I mean, honestly, coronavirus is kind of dominating the meme sphere still anyway, because obviously. And the life sphere, apparently. And everywhere. It's it's we've we've now reached hysteria. I, I was at work. I think I was telling you this. I was at work and a colleague of mine, esteemed colleague of mine, someone who I respect. 
came up to me and said, hey, hey, if we have to work from home, make sure you stock up on canned goods and water. And I was like, what do you think is going to happen? And she's like, well, if we have to work from home, how are you going to eat and drink? And I was like, I'm going to go to my faucet, fill up my goddamn Brita, and I'm going to walk my ass to the store if I need to. What are you talking about? I'm like, this isn't year five of the Walking Dead over here. It's going to be the same as any other day I've ever worked from home. And yeah, people are just, you're saying the shelves are robbed of paper goods now completely? Yeah, specifically TP. So a friend of mine on Instagram posted on their stories a picture of a barren target aisle. (laughs) And the caption or like, you know, whatever he wrote in the story was something like, well, hope I don't have to poop this week. (laughs) At first, at first. At first, I thought you meant Baron as in B-A-R-O-N or oh, <laughs> like, nice. like a robber Baron. Yeah, uh, yeah. A picture of a Baron with paper goods <laughs> going down to town and say, I'm a paper man. <laughs> like Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood, you know? <laughs> I'm a paper man. I deal in fine paper and your town needs my wares. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. And then, of course, that person's stories, you know, they went about their day went to Disney's California adventure where they're doing the food and wine festival. And he's posting images throughout that. But then the next one was, Oh, came across very limited edition or exclusive (laughs) Disney merch. And the next photo were the toilet paper inside (laughs) the public restroom stalls. Nicely done. Well played. Well played. Is that the greatest meme of the week? Cause this is again, not a, not a fantastic week for memes. It's a sl- slow week for memes. Long gone are the days of the Baby Yoda memes that we could just, that just printed our show for us. Yeah, yeah. The outline was ready to go. But, I mean, other stuff happened this week because Super Tuesday also was the thing. Oh, yeah. So Super Tuesday memes honestly left quite a lot to be desired. However, there is one. Let me send it to you. <laughs> Were you surprised at all by Super Tuesday's outcome? I kind of was. Yeah, I mean, it just shows how we don't know anything as like a collective species, right? Because there's all these pundits saying, you know, when Sanders swept, where was it? Nevada? Nevada, yeah. And that that is somehow like the, the bellwether. Is that the right? Yeah. Is that the right term for that? I like that. For, you know, his win or whatever. And then, of course, you have the moderates who pulled out and then immediately co-signed or endorsed Biden. And, you know, that swung in his favor. You know, I don't know. I mean, I suppose I expected both Bernie and Warren to have better showings. I suppose, like, Warren not doing nearly as well as I think sort of early indications, you know, had what's what I'm looking for, man. Kind of like faltered. I guess like she had such a strong kind of early period. Right. And that, and that this just seemed so. Like whiplashy. Yeah. Yeah. 
the words I, are hard today. Couldn't I couldn't agree more. Uh, <laughs> whether or not words are hard, uh, I was I, I honestly I didn't I didn't even know Joe Biden was relevant, much less the forerunner. I think was the biggest surprise for me. Like I, I honestly like I I know Biden will always have a chance because you know he's got a lot of good marketing behind him, <laughs> but I thought it was a two horse race between. Warren and Sanders for a while there, and I think most people did. Uh, and for for Warren to have have had such a weak showing, and Sanders to come in a like fairly fairly solidified second place, it wasn't exactly super nail biter. Um, I think yeah, it it kind of surprised me. And honestly, I thought there'd be way more memes about it, but there was really not a ton. But apparently, you're telling me there are some, which is big. That's, that's heartening to hear because there's one meme and I just Uncle linked Joe. it in our in our uh in under Super Tuesday. I linked Bloomberg. So we're talking about our man oh, Bloomberg. Man Michael. Yep, Michael had to bow out gracefully and endorse Biden on his way out. All right, go ahead and open it up and tell <laughs> us what you see. <laughs> so it is the <laughs> <laughs> so the tweet is <laughs> the tweet is is there anything michael <laughs> is there anything bloomberg can't buy and the hashtag is super tuesday and it has him it has <laughs> it has him as the projected winner of lo- the lost city of atlanta <laughs> As like the CNN or MSNBC like projected winner kind of thing in this bright text, uh, projected winner, Lost City of Atlantis, Michael Bloomberg. That's really good. And the reason this is so funny is because he handily won American <laughs> Samoa. Handedly <laughs> won. <laughs> so, so they're parlaying <laughs> American Samoa. <laughs> American Samoa into other <laughs> other fictitious sounding places. <laughs> Lost City of Atlantis being the next one. Michael Bloomberg sweeping here. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then like just the the obvious trolley trolling with all of his slogans. Like Mike get the Mike gets things done right at like <laughs> under all of the replies. It's just amazing. Yep, he. Uh, Mike, Michael Bloomberg wants American Samoa's Democratic <laughs> primary. Uh, yeah. So he wins American Samoa and is projected to win the Lost City of Atlantis. Who knew? Wow. So Super Tuesday did yield some good, some good ones there. For the uh, most part, they, most memes were trash, but this one is, is it's smart. Yeah. You know, there's some mythology yeah. in there. And it takes shots at the person's character, not necessarily their their political views, which is big yes. because I could we could go down a laundry list of Republican like Republican memes that are eviscerating Democrats. But yeah. like they're not fun. And Democrats and memes that are eviscerating yeah. Trump like those are just always going to exist. And they're not super they're they're always lukewarm at best, never hot or cold. Right. Um, and they're just kind of like whatever. But this one, whew, it's a neutral skewering. Like anyone yeah. could on any political affiliation could walk, look at that and go, okay. Yeah. That's a good it. one. Republican <laughs> or Democrat, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> we, we agree on the issues, which is Bloomberg going to win Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other big ones are uh, 
the uh, sociological experiment uh, memes that have come out of the um, <laughs> the election, which was um, Pete Buttigieg was a 38-year sociological experiment run by Harvard University, which the origin of this is uh, there was a um, uh, a Twitter account or an Instagram account called, uh, I think it was like Thick. Thick Timmy, I something. think. Thick Timmy. Timmy, Thick. Timmy, Timmy Thick. Thick. Yep. So Timmy Thick. Uh, so there was a Timmy Thick who used to run around uh, posting pictures on Instagram um, or Twitter. And after after their run ended, their prestigious run ended, uh, they they had posted a tweet saying that they were a they were all a, a sociological experiment run by Harvard over X amount of years. So now everyone is clinging to that as like a meme template to say such and such was a so it was actually a sociological experiment run by Harvard for X amount of years. The study has concluded. We thank you for your participation. Uh, so, like Shania Twain has been a 52-year <laughs> Harvard experiment, <laughs> Harvard sociological experiment, run for 52 years. Blah, blah blah. We thank you for your participation. So yeah, the Pete Buttigieg got got memed off of that template off of, uh, after Super Tuesday. But again, not super strong there. That was not one that really. It, it's been everywhere, but I'm like, eh, it's a pretty simple template. It doesn't really leave a lot to the imagination, I which agree. I think. The Lost City of Atlantis, though. Ooh, chef's kiss. That one, it's just... That's creative. Layers. It's an onion. Oh, it must be <laughs> said that the failed sociological experiment, the Pete Buttigieg tweet in particular, racked up a whopping 146,000 likes. What? Really? Yeah. And 15.8K people are talking about this. So I, I imagine that's responses. That's kind of stupid. That's crazy. I mean, it, it really... <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah that's fair um i don't know I, I, yeah that one that one for me just didn't do it it reminds me of the it's everywhere it's everywhere but where am i where am i blinking on the guy's last name from the office andy bernard andy bernard andy yeah. bernard when he says you know beer me that like beer me that CD and Jim's like, what? And he's like, oh yeah, it gets laughs like 50% of the time. Like it was one of those like 50% of the time it gets laughs. It the works time every thing. time. Yeah. 50% yeah. of the time it works every time. He says something like that. He goes, oh, it gets laughs like 50% of the time. That's what this meme feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I thought like I, I read through it. It has gotten a ton of, um, copies so we're seeing a lot of them spring up and the pete Buttigieg apparently in your words has gotten a ton of likes and uh and press there mm -hmm. so hey the internet has willed it into existence we just report the news here yeah don't shoot, we don't, don't shoot the messenger don't shoot the messenger here they can't all be they can't all be gems Hundred floors of fright. They're not all going to be winners. <laughs> <laughs> but why go all in on David Pumpkins? Any questions? Yes, several. <laughs> Saturday Night Live, folks, look it up. David S. Pumpkins, if you haven't seen it, it's going to be a lot of inside jokes about that. Oh, man, <laughs> David Pumpkins, it's a it's a good one. But speaking of virality, let's talk ah, about coronavirus. Yeah, why not? Why not? So we're going to go back on coronavirus. We have to because it won't leave. It is the new baby Yoda. And the new Y2K. 
and the new and the new, and the new SARS. It is <laughs> yeah, all really, of these things. It's, it's all transcended of all of it's permeated all of our layers of culture. Yeah. It has. So apparently I actually just discovered this this morning because apparently I'm just not up on on the news. But there are continue to be many a coronavirus, but instead of them being like more like sieve, like wiping out by a warfare memes, now they are specifically about the CDC guidelines and recommendations on how to prevent exposure and spread. And one of them was to not touch our faces and to keep our hands clean. I believe the keeping our hands clean was uh, 20 seconds, wash with soap <laughs> and water. Oh, it's 30. Oh, wait, they upped it to 30? I thought it was 20. I feel like 30 standard. Do you think it's 20? I feel I like think, 30 to a minute. I, I Am the I guidelines be... say 20, min- I, uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes of washing. Your hands are just bleeding. <laughs> like, I think I got it. <laughs> Sandpaper. I thought it was 30 seconds. Okay, well. No, we this is important. Like... This is important. <laughs> Uh, because because we're gonna give misinformation people are gonna go i heard on a podcast somewhere it was 20 seconds and then boom we're part we're spreading coronavirus to everybody uh scrub your hands at for at least at least 20 seconds okay see so that means we're both right sing sing the alphabet song the safe way to do is sing the alphabet song it's about 30 seconds is it did I just make that up? <laughs> That's the next thing you're Googling is how long does it take to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, uh, I do believe that, um, <laughs> I do believe that if you sing the out, 30 seconds. Yes, I was right. Okay. Okay. So. It's about it's about 30 seconds, depending on how fast you sing it. But sing it at a normal pace, you Martians. And if you sing it, you will be you will have cleansed your hands. Get in between the fingers to do the surgeon scrub where you you do like I think this is oh, I yeah. I love you or something. Your um, your inner webbing like the inner webbing. Ew, don't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what gross about inner 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 twine inner, your fingers? The inner webbing of your fingers. Ugh, gross. <laughs> All of our duck friends out there. Um, <laughs> you get in between the fingers and there, do, and then do the surgeon wrist. Sure, yeah, you go wrist, up to your wrist, wrist area, right? Yeah, and Actually, then, at that point, just take a shower, take a bath. Just take, and then <laughs> once you're done, you rinse off and go into the shower, and then for for another thirty seconds, yeah. If you are in proximity of one of those, uh, like eye rinse, you know those like lab. <laughs> I rinse things. The emergency <laughs> chain pulls shower things. Yeah. That's good. If you have a decontamination chamber, just use that. Yeah. Actually, 30 if you seconds. Can cryogenically freeze yourself until this whole thing <laughs> blows over. Maybe also just do that. Just go ahead, hop in your cryo chamber. You got off a shark tank, as you know, a shark tank. Yeah. So. I just wanted to make sure that we were we were giving the right information because 20 seconds sounded short, but it's at least 20 seconds, which makes more sense. Yeah. So if you're in a rush, 20 seconds is the minimum viable amount of time to prevent the spread of disease. Yeah. Don't Only kill, you can prevent. Don't kill your neighbors, quite literally. Don't kill your neighbors because you had to get to that meeting five seconds earlier. Having said that, do you feel that this we are truly in hysterics over this like maybe i'm a little yeah. too laissez-faire 
over this whole thing, but I'm still <laughs> traveling. I'm so, oh, oh, okay. So I traveled this week, as I mentioned. Yeah. I went up to the Bay Area and my flight going up was maybe half full, which is really unusual because it's such a common commuter flight. Mm-hmm. I came back yesterday on a later flight, not super late. It was a six o'clock flight, but usually pretty popular because it's one of the few that'll come back to Orange County because we have reduced flying hours. Sure. Uh, so my gate was F5 to F10 was like my section. It's a United flight in that entire area. So five gates, there were maybe 20 people total across okay. all the gates, which I was like, and those not were for all my flight. Those were among like the spread across the different gates. I get on the plane. There are maybe 12 people total on the flight. Oh my God. Here, let me send you the picture. Cause I took a selfie or not really what? simple. You can't really see me in the picture. Okay. Hold on. I'm sending it to you. Okay. And there, it was just empty. Yes. And the, okay. I just texted wow. it to you. And the vast majority of the flight was in first class because they're like basically free. Uh-huh. No one's flying. I was able to upgrade to first class for 30 bucks. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. It is completely, it's a ghost town. This was not like while people were still three boarding. Three heads spoken up from around the seats. That everyone had a road to themselves. Whoa. No one's flying anymore. I, th- I mean, I imagine the travel, like the travel and tourism world is just getting destroyed. Torn right asunder. Now. I mean, pe- uh, lots of tour groups are canceling. Like they're, they're extending or blowing up their cancellation policy. And yep. just saying like, hey, if, you know, you can get a full refund. Oh, even driving into SFO, my friends dropped me off and it was empty. The yeah. security gates were completely vacant. There were more staff than travelers. What? Wow. I mean, that's I, so it sucks for the industry. I, as a traveler, am elated to hear that. Isn't that the dream? Oh, my gosh. It was empty. There was no one. All of us the dream, though. Like, you could just go up to Cinnabon, just walk right up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. peruse their wares, no no lines. You could also have all of the open outlet spots as yep. far as the eye can see. As far as the eye can see, you just walk up, get a 15-minute chair, chair massage, no wait. Mm-hmm. Express spa, ICU. Yeah, right? Oh, man. What a, what a dream. So we're going yeah. to New York this week uh-huh. for our anniversary. and. Okay. For one, the hotel we booked got cheaper. Okay. And so I called uh, hotels.com to see what they could do about that. And we got a voucher for 240 bucks to use what? on a future stay because it, they have a price guarantee. Whoa. So and we their price is shot through the floor? Yeah. Get out of here. Wow. That's amazing. Went from like 800 bucks to like 500 is coronavirus the best thing to happen to people who want to be worldly and travel? Yes. And assuming it is, you, right? and you have a laissez-faire attitude about your <laughs> mortality, then this is the time to go. <laughs> you keep using laissez-faire, but that just means like free competition, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? No, laissez-faire means like you're... Fine. Do you prefer me using the word blase? No, la. No, I think you're using blase. 
and lackadaisical into laissez-faire. A policy or attitude of letting things take their own course without interfering. Yeah, so like the Nat Geo approach to filming wildlife is laissez-faire. Yeah, that's what I... But the way I'm doing oh, it is Oh, you're saying correct. like you don't... You wouldn't interfere with yeah. your own health and well-being. You yeah. just let it happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah whatever right. happens, happens. I was, I was thinking like lackadaisical, like you just like devil may care a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, blase, that would also... I mean, both both work. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm doing right. very I stay little... Corrected. <laughs> interfere with my own well-being so it's great <laughs> that's the takeaway here okay that's good. the takeaway so it is Perfect. the right time to travel assuming one you're not going to italy or china or korea like places where you either cannot enter or cannot leave mm-hmm. maybe not the right time to go to those places okay yeah that would make sense that would make sense but continental u.s travel i mean yeah i mean see, go see the grand canyon for a dime you know right right why not why not? Uh, San Francisco was quite known for the local willingness to stand for ridiculous amounts of time in line for restaurants. No lines. Really? Yeah. We went to a restaurant yesterday for brunch that was recently James Beard nominated, which typically means that as soon as you show up on it, the lines get real crazy. The lines have been crazy since the James Beard nominated, the nominated list came out. Yep. We showed up. 30 minutes after they opened, uh, expecting to have a wait. And we walked right in. There was actually no one inside. It started building up a little bit once we left, but no yeah. line. Incredible. No wait. So really, that, if there's that's a my you dream. Go, it's great. That's my honest dream. Like now is the time for, now this is Chris's time to go out into the world. Because at any, especially in LA, getting around is just, you got to plan days in advance, set up a camp somewhere. Yeah, takes you just to go to Trader Joe's. You go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, you gotta just like set up a base camp, get a whole support <laughs> network together. Expedition. You gotta chart. <laughs> right. uh, chart the route to the summit. Not, not for me on normal days. But if you tell me everyone's self quarantining here, uh, I say, hey, welcome. I welcome the hysteria. This is sort of a less devastating version of the leftovers. The show. I don't know. Are that. you for about? Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the show? Okay. I am not. Quick education. So The Leftovers is an HBO show. Okay. It's sort of an allegory for, what is it called? What, rapture. Oh, okay. Rapture. So the 20% of the Earth's population disappeared in this okay. fictitious wow. universe. And of course- 20%? 20%. Oh, wow. Okay. So they got like Thanos snapped. Okay. Wow. That's the way that they, they just, they just but good. Thanos so, snapped because it's a rapture, right? That's the that's the good. Well, I mean, it remains to be seen. That's the whole show oh, is that there, okay. it was actually it um inexplicable. So of course you have folks that believe that this was the rapture, but mm. then that doesn't necessarily add up because there were plenty of God fearing folks who theoretically kind of checked all the boxes. Oh, they have okay. been Thanos snapped. Why didn't they yep. go? You know, all kinds okay. of coping mechanisms it's like it's totally like a survivor type show the great mystery of the great it mystery all. and how people okay. cope with inexplicable loss tragedy yeah yeah, yeah. it's a heavy watch so if it you're looking for really self- really yeah. light yeah if you're looking for a self-care sort of situation look elsewhere maybe watch the office <laughs> instead but what was interesting was that outside of all of the existential crises people were experiencing after after this 
population disappearance, the earth was way less overwhelming to exist in, like ecologically and like logistically, oh. right? Roads were freer. It was like easier to exist on the planet. Yeah. Um, so that was like an, you know, an interesting the byproduct of that. Yes. Which is what this feels like. Is it suddenly going to an international airport, which is normally a zoo, you drive up and there's no one there. You get on yeah. the plane, which is normally 90 to a hundred percent full is now like 20% full and there's plenty of overhead luggage space and they're giving you extra snacks because they don't know what to do with <laughs> all this inventory. bounty, this excess bounty. If you're telling me I can get extra dolphin crackers on my JetBlue flights, I'm in. I'm sold. And upgrading to first class for only 30 And no one more. has to die. No one has to die. Like, that's the thing. And in so many of these stories, like people have to die. No one has to die in this case. I mean, some people, no, some are, people dying. are dying, but but <laughs> they don't have to. Like, this is just a self quarantining thing. Like, these are people. These are folks just literally putting themselves under house arrest voluntarily. That are that are just trying to stay off the streets. So what I'm saying is. Maybe we impose days where you stay in for some. We have we have a a teams, B teams, and C teams. And Monday through Thursday, everyone's got to get a weekend though. That's tough. But like Monday through Thursday, or Monday to thir Monday and Thursday is like A teams days to go out. And everyone else has to work from home. And everyone else has to you can't shop that day. And they'll be like, "Are you a B team or C team person?" And they get out of my store. We were only serving A team today. Hey, let's call up the UN. Chris Mitchell <laughs> is solving world problems. It's super easy. And like, well, sorry, I can't book my travel. It's not a C team day. Uh, it's just like they did in in uh, in high school with with gym, <laughs> gym and music. We had a, a days and B days, and some days was music, some days was gym. You know who benefited from that? The gym teachers and the music teachers. They had a way easier life with that because they had predictable class sizes and all that. China did some does something similar to alleviate traffic flow. Did you know this? Perfect comparison. Yeah, that's exactly where they're like Chris Musto <laughs> agreeing with the economic and domestic policies of China. Perfect. <laughs> that's exactly Perfect. The that's exactly where I want it. Yeah, that's exactly where I want to go. Like, hey, they're doing this in China right but now. I, You're I, a big fan. I hear it works. So basically, what it is is certain days of the week if you're I think if your license plate ends with a certain number or letter, you mm -hmm. can drive on specific days. And, oh. and they're able to place that because, you know, they have, uh, you know, how there's this kind of like toll road type, you know, highway cameras yeah. or whatever. They're basically yeah. able to monitor it and the punishment or penalty is oh is non-negligible. Like a, like a, fine. a fine or something. Yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. wow. So that's how they're able to manage. And then otherwise, I mean, it's not that you quarantine yourself on the days you can't drive. It just means you're taking the train, you know, other. Yeah, you're walking. You're walking, whatever, taking yeah. the train, whatever. Yeah. So, oh, wow. So you can only drive cars certain days of the week. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. That's something. So that probably helps with road congestion. And by help, I mean, it makes it from absolutely unbearable or not doable to atrocious, right. <laughs> which is still a downgrade. And unlike New York, because didn't New York do something controversial with how toll, either toll roads or specific bridges or street. Do you remember this? Wasn't this Not like a year ago? There. But it, oh, oh, it was uh, recent, maybe within the oh, year, last year. I don't remember that. They hiked up 
they either turn something into a toll during certain peak times to get people to like drivers to avoid those areas. But there was a lot of criticism. I'm probably butchering this or misremembering, but it was the criticism was it disproportionately impacted working mm-hmm. folks, like blue collar folks, especially like delivery. Uh-huh. The people who can't afford to not be out during that time. Right. And like that's the key here. The key here is rush hour exists for a reason, right? And now rush hour has ballooned to like rush six hours because of just population. But like people are out there because they have to be out there. They're not out there because they want to be out there. They're out there because they need to be out there. So when you do that, all the, the only people who can sit back are the knowledge workers and folks who can just telecommute, but not the folks who have to do <laughs> go out to do a job. Well, and what's interesting is I think that's where Funny enough, I think the Chinese government solution on how to alleviate traffic actually makes sense, right? Because there's obviously going to be a difference between sort of regular civilian drivers versus people who have to drive for a living, right? Or as a part of their occupation, because that segment of people are accounted for, right? They have a different set of license plates or whatever so that you can spot them so that they can do whatever they need to. But the problem was, was that the New York or at least the Manhattan solution was they basically just said, hey, we are going to unilaterally apply. Or maybe the word I'm looking for is like egalitarian, like they just did this like broad uh, update that impacts everyone. And and, and especially. uh, Disproportionately affected those who actually really like heavily rely on their transport right as a part of their work you're you're applying this broad penalty to um to a like entire population where only a very small subset could even avoid the penalty (laughs) could even afford to avoid the penalty right that's right that's right Uh, so you're guaranteeing some folks a penalty uh, and that that that's like 80 to 90 percent whatever air fact right um versus the 10 percent that could avoid it yes and that is the difference everyone to that is the difference everyone between equality and equity or equitable it is Right? That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. Yeah. When you're right, you're right. And that's the difference between their shitty plan and my awesome plan. (laughs) So, so, (laughs) submitting his bid for the 2020. (laughs) My plan involves three teams. Theirs was only avoid this one area at this time that you can't avoid. Mine's avoid entire days. Okay. But, I mean, we can make exceptions for folks that would have to go out. Uh, during those times have to go out but it would probably like have to we would have to find some sort of um uh homeostasis between like so for example a a construction worker or someone who has to go be present to do a job well i need those spread out evenly across the three teams so Mm. if you're a construction worker or whatever you'd have to go to the thing cool we're gonna make it so that we figure out what three what what like how we can get this evenly so there's a there's ninety thousand of you cool there's thirty thousand on A team thirty thousand on B team thirty thousand on C team how y'all want to sort out what jobs you're doing I leave that to you but we just need it evenly distributed because I can't have all of you running out on on A days because then we'll just have more traffic problems but I don't know it's a work in progress we'll we'll keep spitball on it talk to me talk to me government folks <laughs> all of the. All of those, uh, <laughs> what are they, civil engineers out there? Tell me how you do your job, please, so I can help. <laughs> <laughs> or not, or if that form of help is me not doing anything, that's cool too. Yeah. 
All I'm saying is if, if there's a solution where everyone's safe, reasonably safe, I mean, people are dying, but but not everyone is dying. Uh, people are people are in hysteria as if they're going to die, but they're not. Uh, all I'm saying is if there's a reasonably op- a reasonable option where everyone can stay safe, but just be off the streets certain days so that it's a little more uh, easy to get around. I'm OK with that. And I'll even put myself through it because guess what? I avoid the streets anyway. I quarantine myself all the time because I don't want to go out because it's just too hard. (laughs) Anyway, get me out of this conversation. Get me out of this car. They, uh, people have two. We have no listeners at this point. <laughs> the they've podcast. all churned. We, they've all churned. <laughs> um, there has okay. been a resurgence, though, as a part of the coronavirus hysteria. The one of my personal favorites, Guess I'll Die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good one. Yeah, very universally love- applicable. <laughs> I love how after that insane. R- insane tangent from both me and you we're right back very seamlessly into what we were talking about it worked out really well <laughs> i don't know about seamlessly but we are gonna try to try to be back on track so this theme <laughs> if you're not familiar is what can only be described i guess as a stock photography mm-hmm. right of an older gentleman wearing a red turtleneck shrugging his shoulders and the text is it's an image macro, but the punchline is always guess I'll die. So what's interesting about this meme is that it's always guess I'll die. And then the joke is whatever context you're using the meme. So you don't change the text ever because mm-hmm. the whole point is the guy shrugging his shoulder saying, guess I'll die. Yep. I, and I love uh, when describing the picture, you could very easily look up guess I'll die and it, it'll come up bright red shirt, gentleman shrugging. Uh, I like to imagine what the direction was from the photographer taking this picture, which in this case I can only imagine was look confused and helpless. Yes. <laughs> look, look completely confused and helpless in this picture. And then this, this gentleman did this shrug like, Oh man. Uh, and yeah, guess I'll die is the caption that just kind of permeates it. So that happened from the CDC. The CDC said, wash your hands for 20 seconds. That's where this started, man. That's where this whole train left the station. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. CDC, don't touch your CDC face. CDC said, said, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Don't touch your face. And the internet exploded. Uh, and so guess I'll die. So the, like, when the, the, the meme is when the CDC, CDC says not to touch your face, guess I'll die. Because I don't know if you know this, and now that now that's in my head, and I, I also didn't realize, I, like I have incredible urges to just touch my face <laughs> randomly, and there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes, sometimes it's an itch. Like right now, n- like now that I've said it, I've developed an itch near the bridge of my nose, and it's driving me insane. Um, so you're not gonna touch I've it. Try- it just is very difficult. Not no, I'm not going to touch it. But it it it's the true human condition, right? You put a button in front of someone, you say, "Don't push the button," and they just immediately slam the button. Yeah, exactly. Like that's all you're thinking about at that point. Like sweat guy, or is <laughs> it not sweat guy? Where it's like, that's a it meme. Is sweat guy. Yeah. Yeah, the sweat guy know. meme where it's the two buttons, and he's like, uh. Um, but there's the uh, there's actually the two buttons 
No, there's Sweat Guy who is the um Sweat Guy is the the um it Oh, looks the guy like... with the wipe he's wiping you're right. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. Sweat Guy is the one with the rag. He's wiping his brow with a rag. Uh there's two buttons, Sweat Guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Two buttons sweat guy. Um, two buttons sweating is the uh is a uh, daily struggle. Daily Struggle, right? It's so Daily Struggle is a, I guess it was from a comic or like a cartoon. It's a cartoon, yeah. A cartoon. And it's a guy sweating profusely in one frame. And then the next frame are two different buttons, like which button to press. And usually the image macro is there's something written over the two buttons that would be like uh, opposing choices. But they're very difficult choices because this person's dabbing their brow as if they have the, an incredible the weight of the world is on their shoulders yeah. from whatever button they push. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so we see this as <laughs> well. We've seen this in. Um, I mean, honestly, this is very used politically all the time. Uh, but the big one is like. <laughs> Be a d bag, don't be a d bag, and then you know, sweat guy kind of deal. Like, <laughs> no one knows which button to push during like a troll moment kind of thing. Um, but the, it's been used numerous, numerous times. So, the CDC tells you not to touch your face, you're gonna touch your face. I'm gonna, I'm gonna press a button. Um, so a good one was CDC, how many times did you touch your face today? Me, and it's. <laughs> And it's the clip from the Michael Cohen testimony where it's Spear Cong Senator Congress uh, re Spear? representative representative Spear. Yep. He said how many times and he's like a hundred. Uh, she's like a hundred more. Two hundred <laughs> more. Five hundred maybe. <laughs> maybe and then it abruptly ends. It's really that is really really good. Like I've I've seen this this exact thing play out for like. How many wings did you eat? It's like 100 more, 200 more, 500 maybe. <laughs> then it's just abrupt cuss. <laughs> it's uh, highly recommend looking up the Representative Spear questions former Trump lawyer. That's uh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one and used a lot in the meme it in the meme world. Overall, though, in terms of virality, I think as long as the coronavirus thing uh, pun, by the way. Yeah, well played. Nice. I think the coronavirus stuff will continue to persist until it doesn't, right? There's going to be a moment yep. where we all collectively decide it's not a thing anymore, and then yep. we'll move on. But until then, I do think there'll be more coronavirus memes, but I don't know that the don't touch your – I think the don't touch your face was kind of a flash in the pan. Flash in the pan there. I, I actually – I'm glad we're having this conversation. Conversely, it's already kind of started. But I really think there will be a don't touch your face challenge that spawns out of this. And we talked about how challenges are made. And I think this has all of the makings of a don't touch your face challenge. I don't know how it manifests, but I know the internet can find a way. <laughs> I know the internet can find a way to make this an actual challenge. I mean, all the ways you could find loopholes to not touch your face, right? Yeah. You can figure out. You can figure, I just scratched my face as you I said, know. damn it. Um. Yeah, I, I just, I'm very, I'm, I am enamored with this one to see what the internet does with it because I think it can be good. I mean, it could be as more and more people are starting to get mandated by their companies, right? Their employers to work from home. Maybe the work from home or quarantine challenge. Yeah. Ooh. Like how to stay sane when you're quarantined, but people are doing like weirdly quarantining themselves. Like, yeah. like in the case of, 
our friend and colleague who advised you to stock up on canned goods and water. Canned goods and water for after the explosions of all of our <laughs> power plants and the water system goes. We'll need that. Yeah, people weirdly like over quarantining, but like you can still walk to Taco Bell. Like there's no reason to quarantine yourself in this <laughs> way, but people are just trapping themselves in their house. Everything's I I does does the world want a zombie apocalypse? I feel like we just yearn for this subconsciously so bad, but no one thinks they're going to be the zombie. Right. <laughs> Everyone right. thinks they're going to be the survivor. You know, you need a world full of zombies in order to have the survivor thing. But yeah, just ever like Y2K, we went through this as a species. We just didn't have memes at the time. We didn't have memes. We didn't have a way to convey that. Or SARS. You know, SARS, we didn't have memes really either. SARS, not really. But SARS, even SARS, I don't think was this level of panic. I think this has officially curbed yeah. SARS because I don't think we grounded uh, travel Yeah. during H1N1. I don't think so. I, I know Italy has now stopped travel. Yeah, like Milan they've, they've... is the second biggest city in Italy, and it's effectively... Sh- Shut down. Shut down, yeah. No one can go in or out. Same with Korea. No one can go in or out. Ooh, boy. Yeah, so that that that's this week's memes here though, honestly. We kinda we kinda captured it all. The the last one is um a resurgence of um I meet someone, we talk, they leave. So if you don't know this one, um it's an older format. It's an older meme, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> it's an absurdist remix of uh like an actual an actual kind of like not cry for help but someone like reflecting on a like very deep topic uh which is uh, i meet someone we talk i get attached they leave and a sad like their sad cycle of their life uh which is everyone can kind of relate to but people then took that and as the internet will do they perverted it and put in their own reasons why they make people leave, which is I meet someone, we talk, it becomes apparent that I committed several war crimes in the former Yugoslavia and they leave. (laughs) Or I meet someone, we talk, I give them 30 song album and artist recommendations in rapid succession with no room for them to interject or to change the subject and they leave. Uh, So just (laughs) making it the absurd thing, the the goofy social things that we do that could cause someone to not like us. but the the wrap up here uh, and what ties it all nicely together is the um, I meet the CDC, I touch my face, they leave. And that that I think wraps up that th- this past week. But. Do you have do you have any others you want to talk about? No, that was it. Because I stumbled across an old an older an old one, but a good one. So. Just so everyone gets a little bit of science on on how I keep up with uh, memes and the meme sphere, there, there's three three sources. There is a Facebook <laughs> there's a Facebook page called Memes. There is knowyourmeme.com, which is incredibly insightful and awesome. Uh, and then there's dig.com, which actually does a lot of power rankings uh, throughout the throughout the year. Those are like the three main sources, and then I'll dive deeper into researching their their sources to see. Um, but they have their power rankings for 2020. Uh, Dig has their updated power rankings for 2020. Baby, Baby Yoda CDC top top two. You're running Havelina one number three. Um, but one uh, one crossed my my path that I was like, oh, we didn't cover this one, and it's in their top five. So I would love to see it. Um, have you seen this a little salami as a treat meme? No, no. 
So I'm going to link it to you. It's uh, about halfway down the, the page there. It's number one, a little salami as a treat. So <laughs> back back in November, uh, an image started circulating of a cat nibbling on a slice of salami with the text, cats can have a little salami. Surprisingly, <laughs> cats are much better, much better than other household pets when it comes to the heavy sodium and fat content of the cured sausage. Your cat should be just fine with a couple pieces of salami as a treat. So the internet have, <laughs> so someone posted it with just the words, cats can have a little salami with a link to that whole thing. <laughs> the internet took that as, uh, <laughs> took that and started running with it as like, Boyfriends can have a little of your fancy face wash as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Americans can have a little health care as a treat. <laughs> oh. like, just like all of these, all of these as a treat things. Um, oh, this one gets darker. Guys can gets have spicy. a little major. Yeah. Guys can have a little major career success even after being added as a sexual predator. As a treat. Yep. Yeah. The as a treat part really, uh, they, they have run with it, but that, the salami, the cats can have a little salami as a treat. The internet just latching onto that. It's just, ah, uh, it's, it's peak internet. <laughs> and then the marriage story argument, right? Which continues to be in the 2020 meme power <laughs> rankings. It's the one where Adam drivers like scream, you know, like yelling and pointing his finger at ScarJo. And it's yep. in all caps, cats can have a little salami <laughs> as, as a treat. treat. <laughs> He's screaming, like clearly about to cry, if not crying. <laughs> sobbing you know just this incredibly emotional moment cat's gonna have a little salami as a treat um yeah that was uh that's probably one of my one of my new faves there that i stumbled upon yeah that's I had a good to talk one. about that's it. a treat so hey cats can have a little salami as a treat and people can have a little bit more space on the roads as a treat <laughs> a little <laughs> little pandemic as a treat <laughs> It's not a pandemic yet. CDC won't use that word. Apparently, South America is completely unscathed. Really? Yeah, not a single case. Wow. So they can't call it a pandemic because not all the continents are affected. Yeah. And and, Antarctica, also clear. Oh, so until then, your move. Not a (laughs) pandemic. Your move, coronavirus. Do your worst. The penguins and I challenge you. Fast forward a week from a smash cut, record scratch. <laughs> the virus won. <laughs> no, it's actually just you in Antarctica. You might yeah. be wondering. You might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> this is me. A week ago, I wasn't here. A week ago, my friend and I, it's a screenshot of you and I on our Hangouts call. <laughs> Spray painting your name, spray painting your name over it, and <laughs> friend of I, and uh, uh, okay. Well, does this wrap up this week's episode? Yeah, I mean, we're a little under an hour, but hey, let's give you the time back if we don't have a ton to talk about. So, my dear friend pointed out she had said, I don't remember what we were talking about, but she said something like, Is this a real hour or an Ann and Chris hour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is an Ann and Chris hour, which is uh. Still not sub, an hour. Sub hour, yeah, exactly. There's no it's, hour. A, Ann and Chris hour is not an hour. Period. Yep, it's, it's a baker's neither, hour usually. Yeah, it's neither less than. It's either less than sixty or more than sixty. Never sixty. Never sixty. Never expected to be sixty minutes. But we don't ever say sixty minutes. We say an hour, right? No, I think we have said sixty minutes in the past. I don't. Who knows? Hey, who knows? 
Not me. Wait, wait, keeping score? Are you keeping score at home? I call it the Ansto time-space continuum. <laughs> Once you enter, you don't leave. We're like the Hotel California of time. <laughs> Isn't the Hotel California uh, the Hotel California of time? <laughs> Touche. On a dark desert highway, cool, cool wind in my head, like me, like <laughs> me, you're flat. <laughs> what does he say there? Are you Rising saying up through the air? What does he say, say at that part? Say Eza Coronitas. I don't know. I actually don't know what he says, so I just try to say things that sound like what he says in the song. I think it's on a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. Uh, the sound, oh, yeah. the sound of Kalitas rising the up through the air. What does he say? Uh, I think it's. I think it's <laughs> the cool <laughs> smells of Corona. Yeah. <laughs> Coronitas, Coronitas. Uh, warm said? smell of Kalitas. I was close. Warm, warm smell, smell of, of Kalitas rising up through the air. Is that a like a flower? A Kalitas is a internet search away from being explained. Uh, it's a plural. Uh, oh, it's slang for marijuana. Oh, he's talking about. Look at him go. It's all about drugs. It's always been about drugs. Rising up to the air. Like me. Like me. (laughs) You're flat. Uh, But you can never leave. I gotta say, these two lines of this song are really good. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, warm smell of Kalitas rising up to the air. That's that's like, it's good lyrics. Mm. It's like they're professional. Yeah, but like, it's just it paints a picture with words, man. It's yeah, very, it's no, very well it's done. Very illustrative, yeah. You don't hear that much anymore, you know. What, was that the Eagles? Who's saying this? That's the Eagles, yeah. The that's, Eagles. That's, that is definitely the Eagles. So anyway, once you tune into memorabilia, you can never leave. <laughs> is what we're saying is you are imprisoned. <laughs> you with are. Us. You're basically imprisoned. Is that song? Is that song about imprisoning? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I mean, you, you can. can yeah, you can check in anytime you'd like. Yeah. Or what did he say? You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Yeah, that song's got to be about That's drugs. That's grim. It's got to be about drugs. Like about addiction. Yep, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I, like, I I don't know that for a fact. If someone does know, let me know. But I mean, it checks out, right? Because I mean, they do say that with uh, any kind of addiction, it's you could you could. You can stop anytime, but you're once an addict, always an addict, right? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, that would check out. Are you looking it up? All America. Uh, it's all about American decadence and burnout. Too much money, corruption, drugs, and arrogance. Hmm? Yeah. All so right. it's basically hedonism. So yeah. not not at quite addiction, but overindulgence. Yeah. Still. Vices. Yep. Once you get into a vice, you're stuck. Yeah. Stuck in the system. And wow. California. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it all checks out. Yeah. It, but like, it's a great, it's great storytelling. It is. It's a good one. Uh, you can anyway. never leave. <laughs> Are we going to try to sing every time in every episode? We sang like four songs in the last episode, I think, by the way. Did we really? Well, we sang the Sound of Music song. Oh, we and- did sing the Sound of that, that Sound of Music is the only one I remember, though. Wow, so Craig decided to unceremoniously 
cut us off in the middle of our riffing, literally. That's going on as performance review. Yeah. Craig, we're going to have a conversation about this offline, as they say in the biz. It's coming out of your paycheck, Craig. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Craig. Really upset. Yeah, Craig. But having said that, I think we can safely put a bow on this auspicious 14th episode. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you email us. Memorabilia podcast at gmail.com. That's me, me, (laughs) M-E-M-E or O-R. Abelia, A B I L I A, at gmail.com. No, meme Rebellia podcast. Oh, gmail. damn it. Podcast com. with a P. At podcast. Yeah. <laughs> meme Rebellia podcast at gmail.com. Send us in all of your greatest memes, things that you want us to call out. Just talk to us. We want to hear from you. And give us five stars if you listen to us and you like us. Yeah. Let us know why. We love it. If you hate us, also let us know why. That'd be really nice of you. Don't yeah. just hit one star and bail. Agree. Give us actionable feedback, please. Do come to us with solutions, not problems. Conjoined triangles of success. (laughs) Action, Jack. Synergy. (laughs) Also, next week, I will be out of town celebrating wedded bliss, 11 years of wedded bliss. Congrats. Congrats to you and Josh. That's awesome. So I was talking to my mom the other night. And it was, you know, normal conversation, whatever. And I told her that we were traveling for our anniversary. And she's like, how long has it been? I said, 11 years. She's like, wow, that's really good. Congratulations. And so then, you know, the conversation meandered, blah, blah, blah. And the conversation, the call is coming to a close. And she ends the call with, just try your best, okay? I love you. (laughs) That is... Try your best. The greatest mom closing feedback ever. Just try your best. Just try your best. Wow. All right. Well, hey. So on that note, words to live by. Oh, but also the reason I bring this up is because we are out of town next week. Doesn't mean the lights go out on memorabilia. It's true. Right? Yeah, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and saddle up for a solo run here let's do it are you gonna Brace do the iron world. the iron and challenge where you, you take no, no breaks? only you only you can be the iron and but you don't uh, know how to edit yes <laughs> he was called out on <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> she said calling him out um no i i mean i might i might have to yeah it's gonna be kind of a an iron and i think I'm just going to go with it. I believe in you. Happens. Chariots of fire. Ooh, yeah, it's going to be tiring. <laughs> yeah, this has just become us singing live on a podcast <laughs> to nobody because they've long tuned out. Uh, great. So that's it. That's it. We'll see you next week and in a couple weeks for me. And in a couple weeks. Yeah. Try your best, everyone. Try your best. All right, take us out for real this time, Craig. Craig, Craig, play us out. Craig, Craig, Craig! Authorities have issued a state of emergency for your area. It is recommended that you do not go outside. Wear a face mask and sunglasses or goggles if possible.
The water supply has been shut off for safety purposes. More information to come soon.